When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There is nothing wrong with your television set. Do not attempt to adjust the picture. We are controlling transmission. In the past 24 hours, we have learned facts and seen examples. We have been advised to leave it alone, to drop it. We I just happen to believe that the people who entrusted Tony might just like to know all the facts. Even the ones that no human mind today can explain. <laughs> who does that? Who has time? The worst thing of all is I watch it. I can't not look. It's like a drug. You can't resist it. It's an addiction. Yes, yes, yes. You are about to experience the awe and mystery which reaches from the inner mind to the Tony Bruno Show. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. On this Atlanta Falcons Day, we are live in the wine cellar. You didn't get that one, did you? Atlanta Falcons Day. What's today's date, Luigi Curto, as we start the podcast live here? It's the 28th, right? Oh, it's the 28th of three. Oh, it's I get three it now. 3-28. I get Tom Brady came back, 28-3 lead. I got it. You get it? Of course I get it. I get it now. I figured you would. Yeah. Let's not forget on this day. Three twenty-eight. <laughs> that was the score in the Super Bowl a year ago. I can never forget. I had a thousand on the money well, line. I'm not forgetting in Atlanta, that's for sure. And I'm sorry to all my friends in Atlanta. I saw that earlier on Twitter, and I had, I said that's pretty cold, but it's pretty accurate. It is three twenty-eight as we do the show live. We're in the wine cellar. Made some homemade bolognese sauce today. I was, I was. Uh, what was what was the term, Robin? Slaving over a hot stove. Yes, he was. I, and I was very happy to give that up. I mean, that was a complicated process. This I isn't know. some open a jar of ragu and throw in some ground meat. No, you know what I'm saying? Which is you the, go to the best cooks of men. You're damn right, the best cooks of men. 
I mean, normally I was going to do the quick and dirty version of a spaghetti, spaghetti bolognese, but you want to do the complicated. Bolognese has to be made. It's got, it's yeah. got, it's a process. You, remember you trust the, the process when you make bolognese. Remember the bolognese I made over here last year? Yeah. It took about six hours. with the, Exactly. Oh, it takes time, man. Damn right. You don't just whip that stuff together. The hell and, no. And you don't get it got, out of a jar. Miss Robin said, nobody's got time for that. You're damn right. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. We got time for a great show tonight, and thanks for joining us. From all over the world, we thank you. And it's a special show tonight because we have him in studio now. Can we call it in studio if it's the basement, the cellar, the wine cellar? Yes. I think so. Yes, we can. He's been all over. He's been on all the TV stations. He's an international sensation. He is. He's been everywhere. Who the fuck is that guy? No, what do you mean who's that guy? (laughs) He's a guy who once actually drew my face with word art. It I takes know. a lot of words to draw that face. Yes, it no, actually did. My head is so big, I only had to use like 20 words. It was just basically outrage and all the other dumb things that I say. Beautiful. Over and over again. Over and over again. <laughs> exactly. But he is, he is a man. He is the Philadelphia. He's Philadelphia's great. In fact, in many, many years from now, when his children are grown and when Louise is a senior citizen. Louise? Luigi. Was it like a reoccurring? Not George and Was I, Yeah, was I reoccurring like 227 or something? Like Luigi? <laughs> Luigi. When Luigi Moving on is a senior citizen. <laughs> a runaway Italian slave? What, what the hell? What is when that? When Luigi Curto is a senior citizen guard at the Philadelphia Museum of Art, he will be taking people in when yes. he's in his 80s into the Dan Duffy wing. At the Philadelphia Museum. I hope of Art. so, and I hope it looks just like that behind us, Tony. The wing? Well, that's the building right there. Yes, that's what I hope it looks like. Ladies and gentlemen, let's put your hands together for the great Philly Word Art Genius himself, Dan Duffy. Dan, how the hell are you, man? Thanks for coming down, buddy. Thank you, thank you. Um, when I did draw you, though, there was a non sports fan that had no idea what was going on at the location, and they said, did you just draw John Luke Picard? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Said, well, now uh, you can sell those as John and, Luke Picard. And a, yeah. and a super fat Seth Rogen. Exactly. <laughs> super fat. Right. Seth. That was the other one. And I was just like, so I, I and I corrected them on both. Exactly. Well, thank you, Dan. Hey, also what did you ever do with that? I never. Did I get a copy of that? It no. was actually Josh Innes and myself. We were at uh, Chickies and Pete's, and you yeah. came down there and yes. spent an entire show doing a Philly word art of us. Turn, turns out nobody on the planet wanted it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Could I get it and just cut my side out? And like, you know how people, when they have break up with their girlfriends, yeah. they get the picture. But it's a still a really good picture of you and yeah, you want to post it. Wanna, yeah, you just want to cut the other people out of the picture and just have you in there. <laughs> you ever done that? No. Luigi Cardo is here. Miss Robin is I'm here tonight. To <laughs> but she's always here, Miss Robin. Yes, I am. Wearing her Stanford shirt. I am. That she and I bought in the Stanford bookstore. At Stanford University. Are you a fan of Stanford University? No, I, we're just a fan of the bookstore. Her mother got a she went to Stanford and her mother graduated from Stanford. So you got ties to Stanford. I do. Well, and my mother has a PhD from Stanford. And she and also I gets graduated. a discount in the Stanford uh, bookstore. Because of my mother. Exactly. But yeah, so she's an alum, so I get the, the student I get oh, the Oh good for you. <laughs> I get the discount because of her. And then I graduated. Now, people ask me what I studied, and it was like, She well, graduated come loudly, I think, yeah, exactly. at Stanford. I think that's what I the, graduated uh, from Stanford <laughs> kindergarten. That's right. She oh, went to Stanford went to kindergarten. kindergarten. <laughs> I went to kindergarten. Stanford kindergarten? They have kindergarten at Stanford? Yes, they do. And I graduated. That's incredible. Do you know that there was a man named Stanford that was named after who was the Leland. Leland Stanford. Did you know that, Luigi? No, I did not, Tony. See? That's what happens. That's what you learn on this but show, man. instantaneously, within four minutes of the program, I'm already learning things. 
That's what this show's all about. It's a learning You think this is just a stupid podcast? Most of it. Most people do. Yeah, it is. But you also learn, and we bring on world-class artists. Now, you know, I've told this story. I don't think I've ever told it on the podcast. When I was young, I was a confused Gemini kid. I loved radio, but I also loved art. And I used to I used to draw and then I went to an actual art class and then I real I did commercial art. I would do the back in the day before everything was done with computers, when you actually had to write billboards were done by hand, all this other stuff. I used to love doing that stuff. And then I realized when I went to school that as much as I loved it, I realized it wasn't something I wanted to do every day. It was something that I wanted to do when I felt like it. And, that, and some artists are inspired like that, and they do things when they feel like it. Other artists can go every day. It's like writers. They can write every day. It's like painters can paint every day. But artist, artistically, I mean, I had some talent. I even did the John Nagy thing on TV. You know, when you say, hey, can you draw this? Remember right. those arcs? And then you would call in, and they'd say, oh, yeah, you qualify. Could have well, been something. There was like that I could have well. been a content. I could have been. I could have done some frescoes on my own ceiling here on the wine set. Wasn't there like Noah? A little, do you remember? Oh, send, send your, your photos yes. to dear old Captain Noah. And wasn't yeah. there like a little dog? If you could draw the dog, then you could. Yeah, be that was a, the John yeah. Nagy. I yeah. think it was School of Art. Right. Back in the day, in black could, and white. I couldn't do it. Man. I didn't do that. I actually went to an art school. I protect art, but I can't. I can't make art. And then I, I posed that. nude for female artists when I was that's a teenager. The way to go. That's what I did. And that's what I'm talking about. There were there were older women who needed male models to draw the human form. You were a muse, and I was a sinewy young man, the perfect kind of art body for older women to sculpt somewhere in somebody's great grandmother's basement or in the attic. Your balls are showing. There is a new Tony Bruno piece of clay sitting somewhere. Wait, so it was just it was just the painted <laughs> version or was it No, it was clay. They, clay. These people were these yeah. people So were there sculptors. are little mini n- n- nude statuettes of Tony Bruno somewhere. Somewhere some somebody's basement, somebody's attic. Or maybe, maybe not so many. You know, maybe that many of these probably have been sold on antique roadshow. Could you imagine finding that? <laughs> Could you imagine watching Antique Roadshow and someone bringing up on PBS hey, hey, hey. and someone walks up and goes, and they're in line to go, what do you have here? Well, I found this statue in my grandma's basement. No. This is that what, looks familiar. This is what's happening. This is me going to like like a and little antique yeah, or like exactly. a little one of those little antique and we're walking a by. Flea market, actually. Flea market. And all of a sudden I see a little statue. I'm like, Wait a minute. That looks I know him. I know him. I recognize that. Enough about my lame art career. Let's talk about someone who actually has Let's talk about skills. a man who has taken something and has taken it to, not to the next level. I mean, levels never before achieved by any human. A man who went to art school, art college, and then became the greatest word artist ever. In fact, I, I don't even know. Are there other word artists out there, Dan? That, that's why I was also the... Um the self-proclaimed karaoke king of Conchahokan. You were? Because when you self-proclaim it, mm-hmm. there's nobody to... Are you good at karaoke, it. really? I, I, Self-proclaim is the best. Hole and Oates specialist. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I keep it local. Nice. I keep it local. You got to keep but it local. There was I see a, you got the G Love and Special Sauce shirt on, so you're definitely keeping it local. I can... I can uh, yeah. What is it? Uh, what's this? What's this hot one? I like cold beverages. Yes, I love. Can cold I get a beverage. cold beverage? Yeah. yeah, but I have and a funny sauce. story about drawing naked men. Oh, you do? If I can. Yeah, right because ahead. I had to. I had to. I was an art major, so I went to art um, major as a in a regular state school, and then I failed out miserably um, after a great rugby career, and then had to go to a real art school. When I was at the um, 
well, let's say it. There, there, there's two terms. There's, there's one great quote from Pennsylvania I liked, which is Pennsylvania is kind of like um, uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, what is it? Uh, New York, right? And L.A., right? Alabama in the middle, exactly, right? Well, so I was sort of, yeah, kind of. You know, I live in have, Alabama and L.A. and Pennsylvania, so I can. We give have you- Philadelphia, we mm-hmm. have Pittsburgh, and there's kind of, you know. Exactly. What we call townies in the middle. And uh, at least at a lot of the state schools. And there was a kid that came in for nude art class. And uh, I don't know, man. There was just something about not having any sideburns. Excuse me while I whip this out. Exactly, yes. Yeah. He had no sideburns. No, no sideburns. sideburns. So this, uh, and then the focus was strictly on the, uh, for me, it was strictly upstairs. Mm-hmm. Okay? Right. And uh, I just wanted to show him real quickly, like how much better he could be looking. And it didn't take much chalk. I just gave him a little bit of sideburn, kind of right where the normal artistic one would license. Be. Mm-hmm. And I went, and this is where I went wrong. This is where I got kicked out of the art class and was wasn't allowed back. You put dreads on his balls? Would you? <laughs> <laughs> I went up to the kid and I said, "Look, dude." Give yourself a little bit of sideburns. Look how much better you look. And I knew I nailed his face. I knew he, he looked better. And I just, he kind of cut it off at the top of the ear. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, that's you bad. Know, the, yeah, the that you know, the way yins do. Oh, it's bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. way yins in do Pittsburgh, in Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The way Luigi and, does sometimes. No, though. what are you talking when about? He gets dude? the box. He gets the. No, I never cut. do. My points are always on the chalk line from the neck up. Never. Public service announcement if you guys ever go to art classes and are drawing somebody nude. Never ever make comments. Gotcha about the uh, the, the, the the subject. The right. subject. Yeah, but you yeah. were just commenting so just the sideburns. You can. I'm trying can, to help the guy out. So, in other words, your professor could have commented on the sideburns what you drew, but you're not allowed to comment on the sideburns Never to the subject. Say it. No. You know what? If I just had one less roll to draw, it would have been easier. Yeah, oh. it's just not. It's hard to. You don't want to go there. Yeah. So but you started uh, drawing nude no men. How did you get, because obviously your word art stuff is just amazing, and people who haven't seen it, the latest piece now, everybody wants it. It is, without a doubt, one of the greatest pieces ever. It is the Philadelphia Museum of Art and the Benjamin Franklin Parkway, but in that, you use every single score of every Philadelphia Eagles game. How long, first of all, how did you come up with this idea? Obviously, you saw the parade and you were inspired. I I came up with the idea from... um you know, just just a concept of, you know, typography in college, right? I went to art school and we're just like, can you make can you make an illustration out of five words? And you can only write the five words, but when you write those five words, it has to tell the story somehow mm-hmm. through the visual. It was really hard to do. In fact, it's much easier to do what I do when I have thousands and thousands of words. I can just kind of use them as pixels. Yeah, but how do you stay in the line? Like, you know, like I used to have great penmanship and printing and I would make everything the same. I mean, you have every single score. Yeah. So how about on one line where you get a little I too high? A, I use a ruler. Yeah, I was going to oh, say, okay. you probably <laughs> use a ruler, Tony. <laughs> okay. All right, I mean, yeah. no, but first you have to do the layout of the actual art, right? Yeah. And then you put all the words and all the other stuff. Essentially, I do a pencil drawing. I do a pencil drawing, the same as any artist might do, a sketch, mm-hmm. right? And then now they're going into their medium, right? So if you're an oil painter... A lot of times, oil painters sketch in yellow paint because 
anything can go over top of yellow and mm-hmm. just dominate it, right? Mm-hmm. So that's how that's how they'll do it. Uh, water water colors will do something else. I just do a pencil sketch, and then I know I'm going to fill it in with words and letters. So I just kind of leave the sketch where I like it, knowing I can erase the pencil once the pen mm-hmm. gets put down. So then I, they're all pen and ink. Yeah. They're all pen and ink drawings, all of your work, right? And I'm a horrible speller, which is always a problem. But so with numbers, it's easier then. Much easier. Thank God yeah. for a word check. Well, not not with pen and ink. No, but I mean, yeah. like you do it ahead of time. It's not like you're just doing it off the top of your head. You're you. There's so much we, research that goes into what you're doing for too. Sure. Yeah, but think like if 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 we were before the internet, it would be way cooler. What <laughs> yeah. I did. <laughs> but now now you get a lot of people. You get a lot of people say asterisk your Dan on Twitter right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not only that, but you're an amazing researcher. Not really. It's called a. Profootball.com. Right. Mm-hmm. An amazing research. Yeah, you can get the score <laughs> oh, of everything. Pro football reference. Pro football reference, right. Yeah, which is, uh, and they're actually local, all those guys. Now, has anybody fact checked all your scores on there? You know, that's how people are nowadays. By the way, you said the score on this one game was 28 to 10, and it was 28 get to 13. Get some facts. Exactly. You got it wrong. You got that one wrong. Yeah, because people love to do that in this day and age of spell checks and fact checkers. And microphone checkers one, two, one, and so experts annoying. and analytical experts who know every crappy stat so they can call up sports talk shows and yell at the host because they know more than you do because they're better yeah. at Google. 619-924-9874. That's the number to call in tonight. 619-924-9874. And as far as we the know, the phones are actually working. No, they're tonight. working great right now. Are right they now. working? Right yeah, now. they're working fine. Beautiful. Chance. So, Dan, now how many pieces? This is your latest piece, and it's an absolute well, masterpiece. let me ask you a question. Yes. Dr. J was the scariest person. Because he has some kind of crazy memory, so I gave and I have a, your Doctor J. I, I gave Doctor J my 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 original of his piece, which was every game from the eighty two eighty three championship season, the faux 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 mm-hmm. season, as they called it. Absolutely, the, the process that worked. Malone. It wasn't quite all four four. No, it was right. four five four actually. Yeah, right. Four five four, close enough. Yeah, but but I I really I never met anybody that big before, and. You know, I shook his hand and he said, I've seen your piece. And, and I said, well, it's, a, it's my honor to give you the original. And they, his assistant or whoever was there with him said, you know, he has a crazy memory. He remembers every game he ever played. That's nuts. And I didn't believe it. And then I gave him the thing. And he said, you know, I remember all these games. I'm going to let you know if you're wrong. I said, <laughs> yeah, please do. Here's my, here's my cell phone number. <laughs> He hasn't called me since. So, so, so luckily, I think I got that one right. No, I mean, so, so this is the latest, and it's uh, obviously everybody loves it. As soon as they, people saw it, and as soon as I posted it on my Facebook page and, and Twitter, it was like, I got to have that. I got to have that. And obviously, it's, it's selling like hotcakes because it's an amazing piece. Is that your most complicated, complex piece to date? Yeah. Scenes in general are uh, the human face is always hard. You know, because you got the eyes and everything. Mm-hmm. Sideburns, but but I don't necessarily, especially the sideburns. <laughs> exactly. I don't ever. I don't necessarily worry about people being able to read it. You know, mm-hmm. I know the letters are there, but the letters will make up an eyeball. Good luck trying to read them when you go through an eye. But with this piece, I really wanted people to see every game, right? Like, so if anybody was ever at the game, I wanted it to be legible. And then there was just the vastness. I knew I could get the building, but. What was odd about it was the crowd was darker than the trees. Now, anybody thinks about drawing a tree, you would think like the tree is the dark part. Nobody ever thinks about drawing a tree as being lighter. Right. You drew it in relief. 
Isn't that the right word? That is exactly. That's, this girl went to Stanford. Stanford. She went to Stanford <laughs> kindergarten, dude. Hey, that's where you have to that's, start somewhere. Yep, that's yeah. why I'm so smart. I started early. Damn right. How many people do you know that graduated come loudly? Let's at- not stand on ceremony here. <laughs> Take it easy, all right? So then my sister. You're happy little trees, all right? My sister comes up with the most annoying. The most annoying. Um, what is it? Is well, you have nothing but grass. It's like grass. It's winter. It's, it's there's no grass. It's, it's all frozen eagles, mud. It's eagles jerseys. Yeah. They're green. Exactly. What am I supposed to do? They're like, well, you know, that was. She was like, it looks like it's just a bunch of grass. And where are the people? I was like, the people are wearing green. You. Wait a minute. You almost said something bad to your sister. Well. That would have been now. How many siblings do you have in your family? Just me and my sister. Yeah, okay. we we we're, we're very hard on each other understand. in general. Now is she is she artistic so you can say as well? Biatch. She is she is artistic. Yeah, she's very more, good. More like a, more like singer songwriter. Okay. Yeah. So she'll absolutely. critique your work. Do you critique her work? It, that is exactly the way it works. That's the way and it should we, work. And then we click click hang up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then we don't talk to each other in about two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Dan Duffy, <laughs> you can see all now. Everything you've done is on Philly Word Art, the website, right? phillywordart.com. No, 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 it's the other one. It's the newer one. No, Here. I mean uh, Art of Words. Art of Words. Artofwords.com is where you can see all your work because it's not just Philly stuff. Obviously, you're a Philly guy, and there's a lot of great Philly stuff. But when we did our Christmas show, the Tony Claus one, we gave out, you know, we were giving there away some so of your great works. So many, and people whether were it's just crazy music about it. or whether it's history. The Brian Dawkins one was pretty. Right, yeah, but I'm talking about well, those. Those are those are sports, but the Beatles, the one, Beatles one, and the Jimi Hendrix, yes, and the, like there were so many different. Springsteen. Yeah, I've tried to uh, focus on three topics that I'm in love with, which are music, history, and sports. So, I love, you know. American history, ancient history, Genghis Khan. I'm ready. You know, I, I love it all. Um, but music is it fairly obvious. I mean, if you don't love music, there's something you know, wrong. Something yeah, wrong with you, yeah. Yeah, in general. Um, and I'm even, you know, willing to go a little country. Really? Willie Nelson. Oh, oh yeah, sure. yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah, transcends country, yeah. though. There's a I think so for yeah, sure. There's a couple country. that tran- transcend, and then you have the bluegrass guys from like the '70s. Um, Guy just passed away, you know. That was kind of, kind of rock and roll. Oh kinda, yeah, yeah. Uh, from the band. Maybe the band is a little country. Does anybody think the guys from the band were country or the band? Up is on Cripple rock? Creek. That was a country song that the band did. I felt. Remember. Well, it's Up funny because Cripple there was people Creek. that were called country back then that would not be considered country anymore. Not now. No. Right. But. I got me a little. Uh, so big and rich, right? I know big and rich. Big and rich oh, man. I told you, I hung out in the in the in the bus with Rich, right? With John Rich. Big yeah. wasn't there that night down in Tampa. <laughs> no, you hung out with half a big and rich. <laughs> you hang out with the rich part. That's good. Now, like I don't know Florida Georgia line, but I know that I should listen to their songs. You know what I mean? I'm I'm, I'm at least knowledgeable enough. Yeah, no, you gotta you be. Know, you have to be eclectic. Yeah, you know, if you just are into one genre of music, then you're not. Especially if you call yourself an artist, where, exactly, where people might shut you down because, oh, that's not my style immediately. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, I plus I played rugby, and wow. I was trying to get people to come play rugby. Now, were you allowed to put your head down in rugby and go into the other guy in a scrum, or do they change the rules? You were too? allowed. We have to have your head up, just so no. in case you don't go helmet to helmet. I'll tell you, you, you were allowed. And and a lot of people that came from football to rugby, 
they found out very quickly. No, I know. I know exactly. You're, you're allowed to do it. Yes. You just won't do it again. Exactly. <laughs> I played it. one game of rugby my entire life. That's some tough boys right there, man. That's it. I won't do it anymore, man. Now, Robbie thinks like Australian rules football play. is tougher than rugby, but it's not. It's easier. It's is it not? more dangerous. What, Aussie rules? I would say... Well, you get to oh, carry Aussie a gun. Rules. Aussie yeah. rules is way... It's way more... That's scary. What's Aussie rules? Did you see his face? That's where they That's where they jump up and they hit it like this. Yeah, and then they get it over... They get points They're hitting, hitting each other It's like a combination of gymnastics... It's scary. ...and acrobatics... And football. Well, yeah. Have you ever tried Tycone rules football? No, that's <laughs> because no, it's right. freaking dangerous, bro. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> but no, when ESPN first started, they didn't have enough programming, and they used to put Aussie rules football on yeah. late at night because they didn't have all the the franchise. Right. They didn't have the NFL. They didn't have the NBA. They just were looking for programming, so they put on local Connecticut. You know, ESPN started out doing local Connecticut. The owner, the guy who started it wanted to put local Connecticut sports on, on satellite, so people around the state could see it. It's not even on the east coast of Connecticut, right? You have to, like, drive into Connecticut yes. to get there. It's actually closer to the Massachusetts state line <sighs> up there, which is where the NBA, the Basketball Hall of Fame is, right on the other side of the Massachusetts state line. But anyway, enough about ESPN. Yeah, thank God. I was just talking about Aussie Rules football, which is, which which is huge. It's huge. You know what else is huge? Bags. Bags is real big, Bags. brother. Bags. We've been, we've, sacks. Yeah, what's no. that? Sacks. Heavy sacks. What are you talking no, about? Bags. No, no. See, why can't I make it like that? It's just Cornhole. Bags. Yeah. What are you talking about? Bags, heavy sex. No, it's just bags. They're both sacks. sacks. They're little sacks. sacks. They're little sacks. Sa- I thought you said sex. No. Didn't you think she said sex? No, I know what she heavy said, but it was sex. involving sex. It's just not, it's not called for. <laughs> she looked who's talking. We you don't talk about making any kind of sexual references on the show. Watch out for your cornhole, bud. Exactly right. <laughs> now, have you played bags, cornhole? Do I? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Are you good at it? I would say I have a seven out of ten. He's a really? self-proclaimed uh, Hall of Famer over there. <laughs> yeah, so, so, uh, <laughs> well, in general, I, I self-proclaim myself seven Damn. out of ten in most. Well, things. tonight we're having somebody come on. There's nobody better than him. There's, there's well, a no. Are we having both or just one? I think it's just not Guy Nation. You know, Guy Nation. Two chicks at the same time. If you really are a sports aficionado and connoisseur like I am, if you get if you get this channel, you got the hell. You got the greatest. They were on content. ESPN last week. Yeah, but it was like the Ocho, wasn't it? Or was no, it, like, oh, it was, it was on ESPN regular. 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 Yeah. It was the National Bag Championships. I used to run. A ba- I used to run a, a cornhole league in Philadelphia. It was a bar. These league. guys are legit. These guys. So was I. I. Made money. It was clean. It was on the books. Not like these nah, guys. Not like remember these when guys we went down to Florida and our good buddies down there? Well, Dean obviously is a big. Guy, he's not a good buddy. He's, he's not a, a jackass. Pro. But... He's a jackass, but he's a friend. Yeah, he's a friend. But Dean's good, and you <laughs> yes. saw Dean play. Yeah, and then our other buddy down there who makes boards, Danny Dowd. Danny, Danny, Danny Dowd. He. He's, he's the one who told us about the guy's family. It's, it's a father and son. They call themselves Guy Nation. Right. They have their own shirts. Their bags say Guy Nation on them. These guys aren't just the guys who like buy, get rental shoes and go out to a bowling alley. These guys have their own empire. It's okay. a brand. It really is. Matt and Brett. Brett's the son. He's 24. The dad's uh, Matt. And these guys are phenomenal. I'm watching them. And they never miss. I know, it's just hole and, after and, and hole after hole after hole. And if there's bags hole. in front of a hole, they just go up and go, Scott, they, they air mail it and go over the bags and straight into I mean, the hole. these guys are hitting holes at John Holmes type. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, see, seriously. See dude. what, look at what I'm he's just, no, criticizing I'm, I'm equating the stats, by the way, Even real quick. Even Donald Trump hasn't has many, has many, hits, many holes as these guys. Jesus, Tony. Come on. You're fired. Thank so, you. 
there are people are asking on social media that, that, that the one thing that we haven't asked yet of, of Dan is that as meticulous as this artwork is, now what is the normal time that goes into doing just a standard normal size, not, nothing that this grand stature over here, but just something along the lines of something like that, like smaller? No, that's the piece. No, no, for an original piece though, if he's not doing something really big. Yeah. I, um, you said something like this took like twenty three hours, right, or something like that. Well, more 200, than two hundred, two hundred, two hundred yeah. hours. Yeah, to this make is way more. <laughs> yeah. No, his Phil Martelli picture took him twenty five hours, right? Just Phil the Mar face. Phil Martelli took me twenty four hours, and, and you uh, didn't have to put a hair. And I, yeah, exactly. And I, it was fairly easy. <laughs> well, just a little on the side. Yeah. But um, two hundred. We helped out with the coaches versus cancer, which is what matters. So right, exactly. it was worth all the torture I had to. And he's got decent sideburns for me for a guy who's losing it. Exactly the yeah. sideburns I tried to put on the male. See what I'm exactly. saying? Yeah, so, exactly. So, so even though you're bald up top, doesn't mean you got to forget about your sideburns. It's all about the dimensions, man. So oh. 200 plus hours then, on this alone. Would you put sideburns on Tony then? I no, last no, week. no, no! You can't no, go sideburns. If you go full bald, you know, yeah. then yeah, just putting sideburns yeah, on. Unless you go reverse and you go full bald to a fade. All the way to a long yeah. beard. So if you started at the top, right, ball, right, ball. and then a continuous fade, perfect fade, mm -hmm. all the way to a to the North Philly freeway. Yeah, but you beard. can't start a shape up at the back of his head, though. You I could. Mean, it's dangerous. No, I, I mean though. last week we I, my could. beard was almost fully grown. It. I almost had a fully grown beard, and my try. hair was getting. It was actually fuzzy, and I was going to let it go. And then I said, "Now nah, we were going to the." It's red an ball. art experiment. I was gonna do the you whole. Try it. I was gonna it's do since modern I was contemporary, bro. Since <laughs> I was shaving it off, I was gonna do all kinds of things like do the the one the old school sideburns that came up here. Yeah. Before is I shaved it off. Is that a Fu Manchu? No, the Fu Manchu is one that's down here where you just uh. clean this out and then you just have mutton chops. Yeah, Isn't that what? it's called Fu Manchu. Yeah, but those things are mutton no, chops. No, those are mutton chops for yeah. sideburns. And I had those back in the day. Did you have big old mutton chops? Yeah, absolutely. What did Kareem Abdul Jabbar have in the Bruce Lee movies? Of the seventies, yeah, the um, those were the um, they they came out just like you what you're talking about the mutton bells. chops. Those are mutton chops. Mutton yeah, chops. they came all the way okay. out. Like that. Yeah. They're like, it's like, like a civil war look. piece of pork, civil you know, war a look. pork chop. That's, right what the, that's what civil war soldiers had. The pork chop. Yeah, look. It wasn't a good look then. It's not a good look now, but no, yeah, mutton depends. chops are. Yeah. Well, that's what they said about the man bun. It's still not a good look, but then well. again. I'm thinking about growing one. I don't know. See, you now the one the yeah, thing I that I don't like is where they have the mutton chops and then they have like an inch of space and then they have the beard going in. Well, that's when you're young. Yeah, yeah you, you have to, to do something new. Yeah, yeah. Really I don't like that. important. Get the slits in your eyebrow. Um, trying to wild out. And yeah. everything, everything old is new again. I, I heard some crazy quote. If you want to see like great fashion, the, the worst thing you could wear is whatever was fashionable 20 years ago. And if you want to get a little bit more fashionable, you go to 30. And then what's in is probably 40 years ago. And then if you want to get like on point, whatever was 50 years ago comes back. Yep. But the worst thing you could ever do is wear the years. same thing you wore 20 years ago. Oh, I totally agree yeah. with you. Yeah. Now, like the 80s are hot again. So 50, but, but 50 like, years ago I'm bringing would be togas back. the 70s. Yes. The seventies, and, and you—I'll show you pictures. All of the paisley tuxes are coming back. All the tuxes, the tux that I wore at my wedding in the seventies, uh -huh. right now would be considered outlandish, yep. or really like hip like and hip, trendy. Hip, yes. hip, hip and trendy. And I don't mean like stupid. I mean like cool. Yes, like the tuxes we wear from Domenico's. Yep. No, but you day. know what they're not doing though? They are not bringing. Thank God, the they're ruffled not bringing, shirts. Yeah. The ruffled shirts and the, uh, Bell the really jeans. long. Um, uh, Collars. What do you call it? The the butterfly collar. No, the really long. 
that came out. Pterodactyl yeah. collar? I didn't have those. I never wore the, those. No, the really long Tony, look, 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 I didn't wear that. Nobody got that. Again. But I mean, I had bell. I mean, huge collars. If you popped yeah. them up, you popped yeah. them up to your It's like a wind <laughs> sail. Right. When the bell bottoms came out, when I was a kid, everybody had to have bell bottom jeans. And now people can. The thing about now is you can wear anything. It does, you don't have to be. It doesn't have to be about the 80s, the 70s, the 60s. People wear. Remember, it used to be if you couldn't wear stripes with polka dots. All that shit's out the window now. So you have to you wear stripes. You you don't now. have to match anything. You don't have to wear a, a solid shirt with a striped tie. Are you still? Is it still illegal to wear white after Labor Day though? That's still frowned yes, upon. Yes, that's it? still frowned upon. But, but no, but there's winter whites now, right? Oh, the winter whites. The well, winter no, that's whites. always been okay. You just can't wear summer white after Labor. What the hell's the difference between summer white and a winter white? A winter pounds? white, no. What, the I think a the summer white, like the white is more racist because it's too, it's not white enough, or it's too. It's not white. woke enough, is what whatever it is. Whatever it is, it's it's, it's got to no. be racist. A winter just like white, just like the uh, just like the new uh, what was the ad they pulled? Uh, yesterday? Heineken. Heineken's new uh, light ad. No, what's that all about? Uh, it's okay. ridiculous. I well, don't drink Heineken. So. Somebody in the marketing department didn't quite think that through. It was a bad idea. <laughs> it's now Michelob has an ultra light now, so you know that can't get no lighter. That's really racist. I know. If it's ultra light beer. Let alone light beer. But anyway, I digress. Chance the Rapper. If you want to know what's racist, I now defer to Chance the Rapper, who's the final. Uh, Is he the go-to? Arbiter. He's the go-to okay. guy on what's racist anymore, based on the Heineken commercial, because he's the one who called out Heineken <laughs> and said their ad was racist for Heineken Light. But anyway, let's get back to the business. So, Dan Duffy, I'm going to go to the website right now. Yeah. But I, you have some other art too, and I so you brought this in. Now you didn't do this. No. Another artist did it. But yeah. you have been commissioned by him. No. Um, well, I'm going to say you have his artwork. Right. You, yeah. Uh, what's the artist's have, name? He has the rights. There's a great artist named Bill Purdom. And he, this guy was a classic painter of baseball history. And I bought a company that was failing. They represented my artwork for about a year. And then they said, hey, Dan, we're going out of business. I goes, well, I just did 10 pieces of art for you people. What right. am I going to do with it? He's got the logos of all the teams on it. And they're just like, well, whatever. <laughs> I was like, well, let me let me take it over. Let me try to sell art for other artists. And 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 this guy was just a prolific painter. And you and you he brought passed two away. Over. He passed away like two two three years ago. So in other words, when you purchased this company, they had the rights to a couple of different artists, including this guy. Yeah, I have I have like eight hundred of these pieces, which I think is one of the coolest. Pieces I'll tell you what, you could sell a thousand of these right now. I feel like I'm on QVC. Yeah. Last of the quantity. Right Look at this. This is one of my. This you, is one of the great. You should hold it away from the microphone, though, oh, pro. Okay. Well, I'm trying to get it in front of a camera. <laughs> pro. <laughs> I'm not. A, I'm not a. I'm, I'm just. I'm not a QVC you. model. I'm just razzing you. See, so, thirty-two was Cunningham. Hold There's on. Billy Cunningham, that, and then man. of course. The greatest battle in the Will history Russell of the NBA. Who was seventeen the, for the for the? I don't know, man. Celtics. Lamar Odom and, and Courtney Kardashian's right there. It's right there with 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 Will. That's and Bill. Will Chamberlain and, Bill, and Russell. Bill Russell. Celtics Sixers Sixers back in the sixties when the NBA was the best league in the world when it was great. And this this was painted. This is yeah, a it's painting. a painting. I would imagine the original probably sold for like fifteen thousand dollars. This is amazing. There there was this company in Brooklyn, and um, you know the thing about artists is they're good at painting. They're not necessarily good at selling pieces exactly. of paper. That's why they have starving <laughs> artists. Right. Ever hear of the starving artists? Yeah, and I'm, I put it up on Twitter because because 
Dan didn't think anyone would be interested in this. Are you kidding uh, me? There's some serious interest in this right now. I think there are people that are interested in it. It's just... um, It's it's a phenomenal painting. Look at that. It's incredible. It's Russell and Chamberlain. My dad would love that. Yeah. And it's on... And this was a... This is a 187 of 500, right? right? So there's only 500 of these? 500 prints. Signed. Wow. Yeah. There might, be awesome. a, there might be another 100 unsigned that like we were waiting to see if anything happened mm-hmm. and then he could re-sign them. So it's, it's really cool. And there's also artist proofs that I have. Mm-hmm. It's the coolest thing is like... Um, I love art. I mean, it, we have stuff all over. Robin buys like cats drinking... Uh, well, uh, absinthe out of a jar, out of a glass. Well, I'm really into those old vintage uh, ad posters. Yeah, like liquor, liquor and travel. Liquor, liquor yeah. and travel. Are, I just like, love those. Liquor when I travel. Pan Am. Yeah, posters. I travel first yeah. and then I like I love the ones for me specifically because I'm from the Netherlands. I love the Holland oh. American line right. posters Politics. and the KLM posters. The old. It used to be called the Flying Dutchman. And there's some really, really cool vintage ones. And I actually am incredibly, incredibly upset. I posted something on uh, social media about a month ago. I had purchased a something that I'd been looking for for 15 years. I purchased the poster. I finally got it. It's not, it's not that I... It's expensive. It's just you just can't find it. Yes. It's a specific one... I finally found it. I had it upstairs. In a tube. In a tube. But we have like 20 tubes. And, and I, then she just threw tubes away, not I realizing actually, that it was in one of the tubes. I mean, I even looked inside all the tubes, but I don't know exactly what happened. I must have accidentally thrown one away. And that poster was in there. Give her one of those. Like, I was already ready to throw I am right. so... Like, I was, I was so upset. I was crying. I was yeah. crying. I was so upset. But... So now well, it's going to take me another 15 years but to that's, find it. But that's... Literally, exactly how rare art becomes rare. Mm-hmm. So you, you you were doing the right thing by by making that one poster a little more rarer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, now you have another one there, a baseball one. I want to see that one. Before. Yeah, the baseball one's pretty because this is another painting. It's yeah, a, it's a painting. It's a local guy named Mike Kuiper. Not my, not Mel, Mel Kuiper, draft expert. Yeah. No. Mike, Any relation? Mike, uh, probably probably fifteenth uh, distant cousins somewhere. Um, this guy's a local guy, Happer or Horsham area. He spent, I think, six months after the World Series painting this. The original um, we had hanging in the press box of uh, Citizens Bank Park Okay, uh, for a lot of years until one of uh, the wealthy patrons wanted it for themselves. So <laughs> so he did a good job, man, and he's he, he like wants to draw – the moment that every team wins that's and, awesome. and all of them. And, and that's the hard part. It's like, it's like, I want you to do the national championship. It's just like, it's just like, how do we, how do we get it? Let how me describe a little it? bit for the people here on Facebook yeah. that are, that are watching here is sure. that as you have the field here for the world series in 2008, and what he did was he put every single player on the back of a, of a, of a fan's Jersey or Jersey, as we like to call it in the audience, in the stands. So as you look in around, the foreground, as you're yes, looking as from you behind can see players. everyone there, from that 2018 is de- is depicted in that in that painting. Yep. You have you know Cole Hamels over there, Ryan Howard, Jamie Moyers there, Chase Sutley in the background, Shane Victorino, Jason Worth, Carlos Ruiz, all those players. Not they don't have, he doesn't paint them on the field. He has them on people's backs yep. in the stands. No, and it's really cool. Field, and in the field, they're doing exactly what each of them did the yes. moment. So if 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 obviously Lidge put his hands up. Mm-hmm. 
if somebody else did a closed fist. You see Victorino running in from center field there. It's pretty cool, man. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, 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 a, it's an amazing piece. Um, and it, it's one of those things where there's, there's, there's great artists out there. They do these great things, and then they're like, well, well how do I get it to the people? Right, exactly. And that's, that's the catch-22. Well, luckily, you've come to uh, the Tony Bruno Art Show tonight. That's right. Now. We have Blast of the Quantity here now. We're going to put this one up right now, and we're going to start the bidding. Oh, no, no, no. no. (laughs) Be dialing, people. Be Be dialing. (laughs) We're going to have heavy action on this one. There's a limited quantity. How many are now? This isn't signed, though. This is called Finally, P-H-I-N-A-L-L-Y. That's right. Finally, the 2008 World Champion How Philly. most artists would spell it. Okay, so yes. now what, where where would they be able to find it if they wanted to purchase something like yeah, this? Yeah, finally, finally um, you, would, you, you would Google search legendary sports prints. Legendary sports prints. Legendary okay. sports prints. So you're not selling these in, in particular? No, that's that's my company. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, how come I didn't know that? It's because... It's it's a, me and a bunch of other artists. Okay. And the truth is, I just realized that it's really hard to sell other artists' art. I have to sell my art, mm-hmm. and then I have to give them the tools for them to sell their own art. No, it's so, great. I think so artists collaborate. What, what, collaborate. What, what, it's what great. We, what I'm trying to tell, what we're, we're, we're trying to tell Mike Hubbard to do is, whatever we do, you do it. Let's all do it together. Because what I have is the license. I, I we produce artwork for Major League Baseball. And you know we we wanted to do more pieces. It's just the guy. It takes him six months. Yeah. You know, and you know, guys looking at forty hours a week for six months. How do you pay somebody to do it? Right. Even though you can, because when he sells an original, it's for for fifteen twenty thousand dollars. But it's just like it's a crazy. It's almost like it needs crazy to be business. Yeah, it needs yeah. to be commissioned ahead of time. Ahead of time. That's the way most yeah. fine artists work. Right. I work a completely different other way. I don't ever sell my originals. I don't care about my originals. I make my originals strictly for the fact that I want $40 prints to be in every home. Mm-hmm. And, and you gave the, the original of the uh, of the Eagles championship parade to Ray Dittinger, yes. Hall of Famer, writer, great guy, and you brought it to him personally over there at the yeah. NBC Sports Philly. There was really nobody else. I mean, leading into... Other than me, of course. Yeah, I mean, I'm, sure I was Curto, I mean it's... I'm sure I was top five when you were thinking of who should get the Definitely original. Definitely top five. Okay, good. Yeah. But he wasn't on the Mount Rushmore. But Ray Dittinger was... No, Ray Dittinger deserves it, too. absolutely. Yeah. And as, you, as, you, as you do your brackets. Yeah. You Although, know. you know, he did get... He got the ring. He... They gave him a ring? They gave him a ring, I think, right? They didn't give anybody a ring yet. They haven't even well, made it. Well, but them. he's going to get one, I believe. I don't know. Is he? He should. I believe I heard I he was know. getting Maybe a ring. He shouldn't. I got to be honest with you. He, he takes that, like, I'm a journalist I'm not part of the team. Yeah, very seriously. So maybe he might not accept it. No, well, I don't maybe. think he will. I, don't I think, heard. I don't I heard think that they're he's going to get a ring. ring. I don't think they're going to give him a ring. I don't know. I, I don't think so. As, I mean, listen, you, nobody loves Ray Dittinger more than I do. I've known the guy for fifty years, and there's no way that he's not worthy of the painting. But I, I and some teams do that. They'll give him. They'll give him to all the employees. You know, they'll give him to you know the, the kids who help in the locker rooms. The guy wash the washes the uniforms. They'll all get Super Bowl rings. The guy that cuts the grass, maybe? The guy who cuts the grass. Well, will Elton Brand get a ring if the Sixers ever uh, hoist that? Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Championship trophy. He got a lot of uh, cons. He got a lot of cash yeah, uh, he for, did. for a couple years. About 85 and he's million. one of the greatest guys you'll ever meet in sports, I Elton bet. Brand. I got to know him out with the Clippers. And then, of course, the Sixers signed him when he was one of the free agents available, and everybody would do they that. Put a lot of class money act in that guy. Yeah, always class acting a great human being. A lot of being. money that guy. And he was, the, he was the guy out there, and they said, let's go after Elton Brand. And Elton Brand had some good years with the Clippers in L.A. 
And obviously, Elton Brand at that point, the Sixers, that's why now everybody's excited. Not because Elton Brand wasn't a good player. They've had a lot of good players over the years. And, you know, the, the, the people who ripped me about not trusting the process, it wasn't the process I didn't trust. It was the consumer fraud that was that's occurring. The, that's what, and that's, that's what people understands. always forget. They think that I'm mad that the 76ers are good now because they drafted a bunch of young players who are finally gelling. No, I said this before. I said, you know, you, you, you have the, the process, and then while the process is going, you're processing. And then once you finally get to the NBA Finals or attract a guy like LeBron James to come and play here because the team is that good, but you may you've not officially even need processed is what I'm saying. But I'm saying you may not even need him yeah, with this but team. I'm not going to turn. I'm not going to kick no, him out of No, I'm bed, not dude. either. But I'm saying that you, you're building a team now that's got a lot of pieces already there. And if LeBron mm. comes here, fine. But I don't think that, that, you know, to me, would I love LeBron to come here? Yes, because if they don't win a championship, if LeBron were to come here, that would be a complete outrage. Yeah. You want to talk about outrages. That no. would be complete. Because remember, he, Charles Barkley went to went places to try to win a championship. Yeah, but, Bar- yeah, but those left. teams he went to, they weren't. Phoenix wasn't a bad team. Phoenix when he wasn't that. I mean, him and Dan Marley and Danny. I mean, we're, yeah, he Danny made it to the finals, didn't he? They made the finals. And he got yeah. boat raced. Absolutely but boat raced by Chicago. He didn't go to some bad, bad team. They were bad. And he the Houston, the Houston Rockets paycheck. team, it was it was basically like uh, those guys are walking around wearing freaking heart monitors. That's how old they were by the time he got there. The point is, he did not go to the New Jersey Nets when they were horse crap. No, he went to try to find a ring somewhere. Exactly. But he went to the wrong spot. And play, well, the, who knows the right spot? You don't go no. to a team and get guaranteed a ring because you're a no, great but, player. No, but however, though, when he went where he went was the West. And the West was actually weak back then. Yes. Phoenix and Houston, they were, you know, th- those those were the class of the West, but the West was very weak. The East was very strong. Exactly. Okay. Now the tides have turned. Now the East is now the West is really strong and the East is really weak. So if LeBron would decide to stay here in the East, his best landing spot would be the Philadelphia 76ers. And exactly. if he were to come here, he would pretty much pretty much cement the fact they're gonna make a couple fr- a finals in, in a few years. I mean, they better it, win some rings. If you bring LeBron James here and you don't win a ring, if LeBron gets here in three years, they win a ring. How old is LeBron going to be next year? He'll be thirty-three years old. Yes, yeah, so that's good. He's got two. I'd, I'd say thirty-five. But don't forget though, the Dan. The, the miles don't have to be as long on him on this team. He doesn't play. He, have to, he doesn't have to play the amount of minutes he has to play with Cleveland. I mean, in general, though, just everything diminishes. Sure, but you know? he hasn't so, shown any signs of show, slowing down whatsoever. But our guys are going to be rising yep. as I mean. his are diminishing, and he could be the leader. And if do you think LeBron James would come here if the – this is the big talk now, is if the Eagles didn't win the Super Bowl, would the Phillies have signed Jake Uriema? Would, would, would Philly be on the map well, I think the, I, there's no Does doubt it, that the Eagles have brought, but but the Phillies are another young team. Does this have anything team. to do? No, no I don't think no, so. No, no, no. I just think that all the teams in Philly are on the right. Even the Flyers are struggling and they're inconsistent <laughs> and they're still having goaltender issues. They got a lot of young players. On the Emmys yeah. coming back. This now. reminds me of this reminds me of the '70s because that's when I started covering sports full time. Is when you had young players on a lot of teams. The Phillies had Schmidt, Boa, Luzinski, all those guys coming up in that era. The Flyers were. You know, not that long in the league, and they were making moves toward the Stanley Cup Finals, and they win their cups in '74 and '75. Mm-hmm. You had the Eagles, who were bad, but then they bring in Vermeil at '76, and all of a sudden start to turn a little bit. Yeah, and they they make a Super Bowl. Same thing with the Sixers. same thing with the Sixers. The Sixers were great. You know, they uh, 
they didn't win a championship, but they were in the finals. Of course, they were in that era, and the Phillies Everybody were in that was era in the finals when there were so many good teams in the National League. I mean, you had the Dodgers and the Reds. That was loaded, brother. I mean, it was loaded. It was just like the, what happened in the East when Michael Jordan was playing. I mean, the Knicks had great teams with Patrick Ewing. They couldn't beat him because Listen, man, Michael Jordan was the best. In and the late 80s and early 90s, just if you got through the Eastern Conference Finals, you, you should have just gotten a ring. Because exactly. that's where all the competition was. Exactly. That's really where it was. And that's why a lot of great players in the Eastern Conference, like Barkley and, and, uh, and, and Isaiah uh, Patrick Thomas. Ewing, and those guys couldn't get a ring. They couldn't get past the Chicago Bulls. It was a dynasty. And that's, we don't see much of that anymore. Well, for a while, it was, you know, Michael, you know, Michael couldn't get past those guys, and then eventually they couldn't just get past Michael. Exactly. Once, 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 they put, once they got Phil Jackson in there and put the, put the town around Michael as well, he was able to shine and become, you know, arguably the greatest to ever do it. But again, with LeBron coming here, I don't think it has anything to do with the, with the success of the other Philadelphia teams or the Eagles win a Super Bowl, but it just has the, the, this goes to show that the success that they're putting on the court now with the young players that they have in Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, and, you know, have, have we seen the return of Markel Fultz, who, again... Is he playing tonight? Yeah, uh, he will be. I think he is available tonight. But coming off the injury, again, you know, played 14 minutes. They were high-quality minutes. Gets up 13 shots. He was aggressive. And, you know, he looked a little bit rusty for his first game back on that. But, you know, he attacked the rim, and he played well. That's it. That's all that I'm matters. glad he's healthy enough to play. That's all that matters. If he gives him something down to play off stretch, it's all that matters, man. And he gives, and he gives, uh, he gives some players a, a blow here, too, late in the season. Because the Sixers, unlike the San Antonio Spurs and some other teams, they don't rest guys. I mean, obviously they were careful with Embiid, but Ben Simmons is playing every night. And so now he'll at least give Ben Simmons a blow here with eight, nine games to go in the regular season before they start the playoffs. This isn't like the Sidney Young situation. with Sidney Jones. Sidney Jones, Jones, I'm sorry. The you know the, 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 the first-round pick who was getting healthy and everybody wanted him to play in the last two games. You can't throw a guy out in a secondary where you rely on so many other people and hope that he can fit in there in a crucial playoff run. It's different in basketball. Well, Brett actually called called out Markel Fultz just a little bit, and I, it was good for Fultz to say, you know what, I'm I'm healthy, I'm I'm ready to go, I can play. He did call them out a little bit. He did call him out, and 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 Markel Fultz was the one who did step up and went to the trainer and said, hey, listen, I'm I'm okay, I can go play. So they let him play, but he should have had a better grasp of what happened. And I don't give me that he's a 19-year-old kid. No. And I'm not, I'm not knocking him. But after his first game, he had no answers for the media. Well, that's he, the other thing. He was, not, he, he was hung at the dry by, by the Sixers. By the Sixers yeah, players. that's what I'm saying. They should have said to him. They're Coach him up a little you, bit, yes. They're going to ask you about, hey, what happened to you? Were you hurt? Was it mental? And then he, he, he didn't even answer that, the question. That was the, I didn't no, see any of that. See, this was the, here, Dan. So what oh, happened so was. So I don't want to gang up on the kid. He had eight assists. What happened? He had a decent game. He had, he had 10 points, eight assists, six but rebounds, and 14 said, minutes. But when they said, was your phantom nothing to do. shoulder? What no, ha- no. It got to the right? point where they have to ask the question. It's your first game. Of course. And so the media, Why? they're not being jerks to him. They're asking him a legitimate question. No one attacked. What happened? You know, was it your shoulder? Because we heard all the stories. We saw you couldn't shoot. Was it psychological? Was it was it was it physical? And he had no answer. And instead of saying, you know, it was a combination of things, or just give him something, he gave them nothing, which then leads to massive speculation. You can't leave a nineteen-year-old to that. What, no, exactly. Yeah. What happened was they, you know, he go, he comes out there, and again, they give him a couple, a couple of the layups. You know, hey, great game coming back. How'd you feel, and all this stuff like that. And then somebody goes out there and says, hey. You know, how do Doing their job. That's what exactly. you're supposed you know, to do. And again, you've missed the entire season because of a shoulder. And she said, hey, how was the shoulder? What's been happening? All this other stuff. And he, go, he, go, he basically just ducks his head, 
you know, the next question kind of a thing. But he didn't say anything. No, that's, but when you're worse than saying when you're Markel Fultz, they should have just they should have just talked him up a little bit and say, Hey Markel, just say something along the lines of, Hey, look, man, you know, we were out, we didn't feel it was ready for me to come back yet. Uh, obviously we're at a point in the season where I'm I'm healthy enough and the, and the training staff has done a great job and we're ready to go. So they put me out there and we're gonna see how it feels. And you know, tonight it felt great. Well, he and it's done. He yeah, should have been done. He should have been Robin's coach. The bottom line is up. this. Yeah. The organization failed him. They hung him yes. out the dry. They he yes. didn't fail the organization. Right. This thing has been handled poorly from Jump Street. Yes. And agreed. the Sixers, unfortunately, have a history of always making injury situations like Weird. you're trying to get the Zubruder Weird. film to find out. <laughs> Just give us like legitimate updates. You're right. Yeah. Right. You're right. This isn't like hockey where they say a so guy's got a lower, lower body, body injury. injury. Right. It could be but, anything. But, but, but here's where I'll come back on that is didn't uh, Coach Brown say, you know what? This was his and his team decision. And I'm, I want to congratulate his team for making this decision to come back and play basketball. No, it was, so then yeah, what, you're what right. I think Brown was saying, and I think what the Sixers are saying is, okay, so you've been sitting basically because you had a phantom shoulder. Mm-hmm. It wasn't phantom. It was an injury. It he was, was a real injury. Absolutely. He I, was hurt. It was no joke. No, it was well, no joke. Why, why and I, but here's what that? I believe, and I've been saying What's this. What's the hard time with saying that, then? Because they didn't want anybody to know that he was damaged goods coming in. Because he was hurt before the season started, and one of the rumors was, not a rumor, it was documented, that he was a big BMX bicycle rider yeah. out on the West Coast, yeah. and there was speculation. Again, I'm not saying this is fact, that he fell you know, in the summer after he was drafted and he hurt his shoulder, but they didn't want to make a big deal out of it because they didn't want people saying, oh, no, now we got another guy like Joel Embiid, who has a history Ricky of, with injuries. Flau- Ricky F- Fowler. 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 Yeah. Great, there, great was, there was also the, the, the talk about him Same actually thing. possibly getting hurt in a pickup game with his Whatever friends. Whatever it was. All was this hurt. speculation goes yeah. around. He was yeah. hurt. And w- there, I do believe there was some of it had to do with the mental aspect that of also. it. also. Because he did play in the summer league and he looked fine. But then that injury did happen. And again, it kept him out. But... Like you said, you know, it was about time for him to come out. And I'm not blaming him. I'm blaming your organization. Yes, rightfully so. You have 70 games He's to a- work with this guy psychologically, with the best right. doctors, the best trainers. And you have a PR department. You have a legal department. Exactly. That comes up with a story that they want to say, and the fact that they but either told people, him to say he nothing. He has people himself too. Yeah, but he's yeah, still but a 19 year old kid, and it's he's the team that's bringing exactly. it out. So and you know, I always wondered about you know Shady that question is going to be asked. They don't you know tip anyone. The they tip no one. They Iverson, tip zero people. Iverson's people. You, you know what I mean? You, you do not. You know that he's going to be asked the question about his health, whether he scored one point or a hundred points. He was going to be asked about that shoulder. Exactly. Because that's, that's why the, were you not on the court for three months? We need to know why. What happened? Well, that's it wasn't like you're grilling the kid. You're saying, okay, what's the? No, but you asked. This a was question. not an unexpected question. No, hey, Tony. He got a couple. <laughs> he got a few fluffers out there. Those aren't a fluffers. Those no, are legitimate. No, he got a. No, he got a. He got a few just fluffers. You know. You know. How did it feel finally getting back? Oh yeah, I felt great. You know, I felt good and all this stuff like that and what'd you think about this situation that situation and finally someone was just like so what i think of when i think of a flop so obviously you wouldn't so what was the part of the you know what happened with the no that's true well you ran your house out the porn so that's you know that's a different story right for a different podcast people are asking me about the story uh, peter north ever used your house no not this no 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 not this house i didn't have flood insurance although there has been action in this house i would have had peter north uh use my house but i didn't have flood insurance i've used this house by the way i want to get that one luigi i want to remind yes, people that the phones are working. I know that Cascading. for the last two weeks you have not been able to call 
in because there were some issues. But if you would like to call in and give your opinion or comment on something, please call 619-924-9874. That's 619-924-9874. Sounds like you're doing uh, one of those uh, PBS. uh, Call right now. And we have people standing by. And if you call right now. And for an additional $12 a month. (laughs) For $12 a month, Dan Duffy will come to your home and paint a a family portrait with num with with the uh, so, with all the birthdays and all your grand f- friends and all your twitter arguments. followers no i'm I, kidding he doesn't do that by I the way robin missed, said he did that I, once i miss well because back like what was it 8 9 years ago when we right. first met you and you were doing things um you were doing it a little bit different. Now you are so weddings, busy. Weddings, bar mitzvahs. Yeah. Sweet yeah. But you are so busy yeah. now, so you're not doing that kind of I art anymore. Unless you got paid. Like, if somebody wanted to commission Jewish. you for a whole hell of a lot of money, you would do it, I'm sure. But I mean, sometimes these things take me, like, like a month. Yeah. And, and then and I you're have only like, doing one. I have, like, three employees, so it yeah. becomes, like, unguy- Like, I don't even want to tell you how much it would be, because... I really don't make the art for one individual. I, I don't think, you. you know, from what for for it's what I do. Great idea though. <laughs> and 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 I've done. I used to do pieces, you know, um, you know. I uh, remember you doing. That's why I remembered it. But I guess yeah, it's, you're uh, just too you know busy. Fam- family events, and and it's not that I don't want to do them again. It's just like, you know, I haven't done Michael Jackson, you know, words to create his image. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't I haven't done like a lot of great art. I haven't done. Uh, the 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 letters between uh, Jefferson and Adams. Mm-hmm. That's kind of badass, right there, man. Right, they, that's pretty they, badass. They right always there. they always wrote letters to each other, even to their deathbed, in which they died on the same day, July Fourth. Crazy. Okay, I don't think in the same year. He's like but one like of those weird history lover, staggered people. years. So you, most people think artists are just like stoners and. Well, you that know, too. And, and don't know anything. <laughs> They're stoners and they know history too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just like me. I don't know a probably, stoner. Do you like drunk history? On I, I saw it a couple times about Tesla. <laughs> I saw the one. I, thought, I, I saw one about Tesla and I and I realized I I don't want to watch another one of these because I love it too much. Yeah, it's yeah. Great. I, I, I want to do a drunk history. You know what we should do? Ooh. We should do drunk history on the podcast next yes. week. Yes. Why don't I take off? And Will I Chamberlain. will get hammered during the show, and you can ask me history. And I'm pretty good on history. And you can ask me history questions, and I'll answer it. I'll do drunk history. Drunk history. What do you mean take off? I'll take off th- that work that night. You know, oh, I'm not going to be able to work. I'm not going to be able to work. Drunk? <laughs> can you go to work? I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to urinate and ejaculate somewhere in that other room over there. It's going to happen. Oh, Simultaneously, which I have done several times. Too. I'm the only person. Uh, I watch seen. Science Channel every night. Robin, things have happened here when you haven't. Robin's been like, watching you know. crappy <laughs> sitcoms. People have been here. Crappy shows on CBS and ABC and Fox and all these other shows. Detective shows. I'm watching Science Channel. Yeah, I'm, I'm oh, yeah you're bettering yourself. That's that's no, that I am. Okay. I learn stuff okay. every night when I watch TV. What'd you learn last night? I learned about the, the the I watched this one show. Well, what on earth is my favorite show on Science Channel? You ever watch that? At the same time, man. That's what you're learning. And bro. then last night I was watching Mysteries of the Unexplained, and also <laughs> Mysteries of <laughs> the Abandoned. Of the Unexplained, and also the, the abandoned. So there's like all these abandoned projects all over the world. Totally, you know, like missile sites in yeah. in Iowa. Oh, in North Dakota, there's this gigantic ah. pyramid. And it's not even... Carson Wentz probably doesn't even know this. <laughs> I know he's from South Dakota, but I'm saying in North Dakota, there's a gigantic pyramid in the middle of nowhere, and it, and it has these big circles around it. 
And then we find out that it was a missile launching location during the Cold War, and it took it's, it would have cost $22 billion if they were to build it today, and it had all these underground missile silos in case Russia was going to launch nuclear warheads at us. The thing got finally finished in 1975, and it was only operational for a week before they abandoned it and shut it down. It's like the A-plus down there on Broad Street. It's like the California, <laughs> it's like the stadium for the for the, uh, for the the Rams in L.A. Exactly. And the train from Los Angeles to San Francisco. That didn't last long. He gone. But, but now it's like one of those condos, in case you're one of those uh, no, now final, it's still final doomsday people. And no. You know, oh, it's, it's, God, the barricade people? Yeah. Bunker? You can go down there. No, and, and no they are not allowing people. You can go and look at it, but Bring it's in the middle of oxygen. nowhere. The missile silos are still there. And those missiles could get to the to the to the stratosphere to take out multiple Russian nuclear missiles within seconds. So you're learning about like conspiracy theory and this Doomsday isn't conspiracy stuff. theory. This is fact. That's history. This stuff happened. It's still there. These mm. are projects that were built to protect us from the Russians back when I was growing up. When we worried about hiding under that the face desks. right there. That's like that's like one this of those isn't deniers. conspiracy theories. History is not conspiracy. It's a, that's like that face right there is like somebody that's denying that the Holocaust happened. You know Just what else? Oh no, it happened. That definitely, I that definitely happened. You know what else was? That on was the very show? real. Okay. You know what else was on it? One of the three things that they took. Eastern State Penitentiary, Eastern State Penitentiary was on the show last night as one of the abandoned oh, Dan's, historical sites. Dan's in the asking world. for a little product over here. Here you go, Dan. Here, no, wait. Let's let's pass. Is Eastern State yeah. Penitentiary where Robin and I have been? Oh yeah, no joke, no joke. Yeah. Is that not part of history? I'm just saying, or is I'm that not, a conspiracy? It is a part of. I didn't say. I'm, just saying, all the doomsday stuff and all this other stuff. These are doomsday. I said, I'm just saying, why don't you watch something on the presidents or something? No, so I here's do. The I thing. watch. I watch History Channel. I watch Science Channel. The people that are the doomsday people now that live in those bunkers, they're crazy. But the fact that at the time the people just like was, they're crazy. <laughs> but the, the, the people that were making the bunkers back then, it was really like the threat of nuclear it's war was really there at some exactly. point. Exactly. So it's I understand. The Do you realize that the, 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 there was it? almost a real nuclear war in the, yes. in the Cold War so, era? So, can we, so can we do drunk history? We should do drunk history. Good, because I want to well, do if drunk history. Well, you didn't history. know about the, uh, the secret uh, bunker. I do know not about Not a bunker. It's a, it was a satellite. It was a radar installation. It was the most state-of-the-art computer technology we had in the 60s. You want to talk about bunkers? I lived in an efficiency in Kensington, bro. That's a bunker. That is a bunker. That's a right bunker. There. All right, man. So don't come at me with no bunkers, all right? <laughs> Ridiculous, man. Talk to me about no damn bunkers. Dan... Oh, this is good. This is one of this is the bottle that Dan brought. Now, what Ooh. is this here now? Lucked out. Dreaming tree. Yes. Dreaming tree. It's not bad. This is no. a Pinot from California, 2015. The Acme had uh, four different Pinot versions. Acme. I picked the one that was uh, not the most expensive, but the second most. Expensive. Ah, that's a good choice. See, that's so a good choice. Yeah. That's what you do when you go on a date. You get the wine list, right? You don't go for the top bottle, but you get that happy median right there. Like if it's like the top bottle is like a buck well, fifty, right? You're expecting the top every single time you went out. Yeah, but they usually get much. the D somewhere in between. So that's well, why you, you got to give them. You, you don't go for the hundred fifty dollar bottle. You don't go for the five dollar bottle. No. But you get the seventy five eighty dollar bottle. No, oh no, it depends on I how many bottles one, there are. That one might be. By the way, I'm drinking like, multiple bottles, dude. Let me give you some yeah. knowledge. You know yeah. whose company? You know who the winemakers are here? No. Dave Matthews, bro. Oh, really? Oh, sweet. Oh, well, crash into me with that bottle. Huh? Let, me, why, let me read a little that, history that's on That's why it tastes a little earthy. Yeah, it's a, it's, I thought it's, I had a little, just as a little no, bite. It's good. Of, it's good. A little bite mm -hmm. of weed at the end. A little bit of... Uh, <laughs> a little... A little It's an exciting collaboration between Dave Matthews and seasoned winemaker Sean McKenzie. It's an interesting flutter. Dreaming Tree 
captures the spirit of California's wine country, united by their shared passion to make quality, quality wines accessible to everyone. Sort of like Dan's art. Making it accessible to everyone. The French drank it to help them cope. The Romans stole it, and then the Pope. The blood of Christ, the sacrament. But the French took it back to the Pope's lament. And the people here Signed, drink Dave Matthews. And the people here drink it because it'll get you drunk. Exactly That's right. Why. Dave Matthews wrote that poem. Wow. And I didn't even hear that. Not as good as the new uh, book by Sean Penn. Did you see Sean Penn wrote a book? I saw in 60 Minutes that (laughs) he wrote a book. So on Twitter... Did you try to read the Sean Penn book? No, but I wondered what it would... I'm keeping a track of this stuff on Twitter because we put up the poster. I'm sorry, the painting. And people are saying, seriously, I'm in line already. Like, where do I buy this thing? We can be selling like they're them talking right about the Sean Penn book. No, they're talking no, about not the they're Sean talking about book. they're talking about the Will Chamberlain Bill Russell. Oh. There are, there yeah. people are asking like I'm in line already where do I buy this? I want one of those so in my if, house. Can we can, now is, do we have a well, Twitter the artist, handle for you? I I got I mean we're on a podcast let's make it interesting. The 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 artist widow wrote me and said please send us all of his prints. But I remember paying like a lot of money for this company. When I got it, it had the, the, the MLB rights and it had all the things. And I said, I think these are our prints, but I am agreeable to paying him our percentage of whatever yes. I get. Now, the one, there are two different artists now. You're talking about the Will Chamberlain. I'm talking about the Will Chamberlain piece. So mm-hmm. here's what I want you to do. Go to um, legendarysportsprints.com. Legendarysportsprints.com. Legendary Sports Prints. You can take a look at our whole collection. We have all kinds of stuff. I'll tweet it out for you. Uh, Thank you. And uh, we'll put it's not just me, there. but the other artists. And uh, just press the contact me because I probably don't have the Will Chamberlain piece up. Be like, yeah, where's that Will Chamberlain piece? Not only that, the little bit of effort that you have to go through to get it is what's going to make it so special. Absolutely. <laughs> Trust me. I li- as soon as I saw that, I thought, guy's, This guy's been, he's been dead. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna We're fo- dealing with legal issues wait a minute, with the wait a minute. widow. I love the way you it's think. Hot. This makes it so much easier. It's because so much cooler I, than going by now. It makes the juice worth the squeeze. I am man. notorious uh-huh. for when somebody wins something and I forget <laughs> to send it to them. <laughs> forget. Forget. People forget to clean up. They forget to do dishes. So, you forget about it. Like, I, completely. Like, I like Dan's tactic. He's saying it's it, part means, of the journey. it means even more yeah. because it takes so long to get to you. I had to they wait have to work for it. At the stop sign for five hours. I like that. Oh, speaking so of, anybody yeah. that I still owe something to because I didn't send it to you. It's going to mean even more. So speak, speaking of, of, <laughs> like of, of being years later when it comes in, you're like, yeah. So I'm, I mentioned this to Dan before. I said, so Dan's at Philly Word Art on Twitter, right? Yeah. I followed Dan for like ever. He never followed me back. Right. Never. Right. So I've unfollowed you before the show started. No That's way. Funny. Yes, because he said he didn't. He's not the one who handles the social media. It's not. It's not necessarily true. My my soul is in the social media. It's just not me. Meaning, I, 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 I kind of like direct the way I want things to go. I like it. And, mm-hmm. I, and how I want them to be. Right. But here's the deal, though. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to follow you follow now. follow everybody. I'm going to follow you because you why don't follow me. Like, oh, why right, wouldn't you is. follow people? I'm following you. So I expect a follow back, Dan. Damn it. I'm going to download this app right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will I'm, not even, I'm not even that old. Okay, so I wanted to get back to the Sean Penn book. Yeah. The Sean Penn book that just got uh, is being ripped apart all over the place. Oh. It's called Bob Honey, 
who just do stuff. Well, everybody knows you don't go full retard. Everyone no. knows you don't go full retard. Who just do stuff? <laughs> and and it's about a man doing stuff. I, I, I read I read a paragraph of it today. It was horrible. Oh, it's not just it's horrible. It's like what the hell is he talking about? Nobody knows what the hell. What about the done. Audible book? Yeah, I, I don't think he's going to be able. To, he's going to have. <laughs> He's going to have to get Spicoli to do it for me to be even inter- interested in listening. No to way, Mr. Han. <laughs> no way, Mr. Awesome, Han. Awesome, Hey, dude, let's party. No, he's a bright guy. But this book, when, 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 when the Huffington Post and all of these sites are ripping your book. No doubt, bro. You know that it's not good. Wow. <laughs> Did he go to Venezuela and uh, like <coughs> lose his mind? I, have, I don't know. How did he write this book? There's like alliterations everywhere in this he book. He said he said he thinks most half half the people might hate it, half the people might like it. That's what I remember from his Well, interview. we have Sean here on the phone. We have tape? Yeah. In a world of one million wrestling podcasts, there is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.